Hello listeners, Joanna here from Mindful Counseling, a.k.a. JDS Counseling. So I figured today's conversation, or at least one-way conversation, will be on continued anxiety. And the reason why I chose this topic, um, I know I've done previous podcasts on anxiety and just that we all as individuals deal with it in numerous ways, many different ways, and how much of it exists today. And I don't know if I necessarily want to say much more today than before COVID. And yes, I'm bringing COVID up again. I know most of us are extremely exhausted hearing the name or the word COVID already um, just because of how long it has been since it began. Now, when I refer to anxiety, what I mean by that is whether it's anxiety that exists in all of us, the anxiety that pushes us forward, that allows us to succeed, uh, as well as the anxiety that uh, disables us and is not allowing us to succeed uh, and move forward. And it does exist uh, within all of us, maybe, in particular situations. So when I talk about anxiety, there's different types of anxiety, right? As I just mentioned before. But then there's the anxiety that just lingers on. And a lot of times I hear, whether it's with colleagues, whether it is with friends, whether it is with clients, of how the anxiety has a tendency to linger and stay. And even though we move forward and succeed and maintain our daily responsibilities, it's the anxiety that we feel within. And a lot of times what I hear probably in the recent recent months is the pressures, the pressure in your chest. Um, and even though you can move forward, you feel this lingering pressure. And it uh, has a tendency to put fear in your thoughts and your ideas. And you start questioning yourself whether or not you're okay, whether or not you might have a heart attack. Because sometimes anxiety, just like panic attacks, has a tendency to uh, resonate in your chest area. And... That's because, I mean, that's that's why we feel it. And a lot of times it's being lightheaded, um, the feeling that I get dizzy, the feeling that I have pressure, and when will it go away? So a lot of times, most people that I speak with, it it just kind of lingers on. And I stick with that word is because it doesn't seem to go away. We could do and have particular coping mechanisms And we can keep ourselves busy, which is great, right? It allows us to separate from certain worries and anxieties. But then when we stop doing and when we are done with some of our responsibilities, we sit down only to recognize that the pressure still exists. And most of the time, we have difficulty recognizing what's it about. Where does it come from? And... I believe, and through my conversations, as well as myself, if I sit down with it and just acknowledge when did it begin, what may have started it, what do I hold back, 
maybe some things, conversations or ideas or um, speaking up, have a tendency to to cause the anxiety. So if we just acknowledge for a moment, for a moment, where does the pressure that resonates in us in our chest area and the, and the anxiety and the pressures and the discomfort of it all, uh, where did it begin? Where does it come from? Now, a lot of times I'll tell my clients, just like I'll tell my family members as well as myself, take the proactive role in taking care of yourself physically. And what I mean by that is being a mental health professional, I'm not a doctor. So when it comes to particular physical um, discomfort that's going on with a client and family member and colleagues, I always let them know, you know, make sure you check yourself with a primary physician. It's always good to rule things out. Um, and then, then we can take care of the mental, right? Because a lot of times our physical can also cause the discomfort um, issues that are going on with us physically and things that we may not necessarily know uh, that are going on and cause may cause the mental stressors. So I always like to say, start by with the pri- start off by ruling out the primary doctors. Get your routine checkups, your blood work. I know some of us may not necessarily like it, but you know, tough shit. Sometimes we have to go through it in order to get the results as to what is going on with our bodies. So anxiety. And how it lingers into our chest areas and we become lightheaded and we get migraines and headaches and we can't sleep. So think about where your anxiety may have started. Are you holding back certain things? Are you holding back certain conversations? Are you afraid of talking? Are you afraid of speaking up? Right? Because anxiety is... I mean, there's so many different ways of describing anxiety, and I think I'll just use my own ways of describing anxiety as opposed to a common dictionary, which we can all look into, is worries, is fears, discomfort, erasing thoughts, doing too much or doing too little. So just acknowledge some of the things that you might be doing too much or too little of. Are you speaking enough or not enough? A lot of times I recognize, whether it's with myself or with individuals that I speak with, that anxiety often comes because we are afraid of talking. We are afraid of mentioning something or speaking up for ourselves or um, expressing our own needs. And most of the time that comes up because of the feedback that we might receive. Most of the time that feedback in our heads that we will receive is negative. Anger, frustration. How dare you ask for things? Why did you tell me that? So we, we, we withhold particular informations because of the feedback that we receive. And because we withhold that information and because we kind of linger on this this anxiety and these thoughts, it disables us, stagnates us. And we'll continue feeling like this if we ourselves don't do anything about it in a healthy way. So 
a lot of times when I speak to many different individuals, I recognize or I notice that when they're able to speak up, and when I say speak up, I don't mean an arrogant way, and harsh way. I'm talking about in a very vulnerable way, soft way. The way that you would want to be spoken to. That it has a tendency to make an effect on others. But oftentimes what happens, it, it throws a dynamic. It throws off the dynamic. We have grown so much in a sense of having particular habits and the way we do things. There are family members and our friends and everybody else around us has a tendency to be their own ways around us. So when something changes, most of the time, let's say the change comes from us, it throws off the dynamic a little bit. Something different is happening. Different in a good way, maybe in some ways, in particular situations, in a negative way. And that might have to do with control, your own or someone else's. So we oftentimes fear of doing something, which then contributes towards the anxiety. And we'll stay with it because regardless of how uncomfortable it is, it is in some ways our comfort. Because we've been in it for a very long time. So anxiety and COVID or not, it exists. I notice more so today that I feel like it exists a lot more with many, many individuals. Fear of losing, fear of speaking up, fear of a loss, worries, constant worries for themselves, for others, for kids, for pets, jobs. These worries always existed before COVID, but I would say since COVID, I feel like I have a lot more of these conversations. Maybe we are becoming more aware that those thoughts have always existed, but to also be aware of how much we need to take care of our own mental health, our own physical health, emotional health, because all of those things, if we don't take care of it, our bodies, uh, I want to use the words disintegrate. I think that's just me being bilingual saying it. But we become tired. We become older, old. Tired, exhausted, not motivated. Because it lingers on. Anxiety lingers on. Just like depression. But that might be a different topic on a different day. So think about your anxiety. Where does it settle in your body? And why do you think it settles? What are you so afraid of? Why are you so worried? It's about yourself, about someone else. Did you now have someone to worry about you? Or did someone worry too much about you? That you too need to worry. Are you not a... Are you afraid of speaking up because someone might shut you down? Tell you it's not a good idea. You should not be talking or talking back or speaking up. Are you not allowed good things? Think about it. This is anxiety and worries. 
And what would you like to do with it? Write it down. Yes, being busy keeps our focus off. But always remember, it's still somewhere in there. So as a mental health professional and a life coach, I encourage you to hopefully try to do your best to take care of your anxiety. Speak up. Acknowledge your feelings. Acknowledge your emotions and some of your thoughts. Mind you, we have a spoken language, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. But we also have the internal language, the internal dialogue. And that's the one we don't talk about. So think about it. This is, once again, Mindful Counseling. And until next time, be well and healthy.